You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Just gone uh, 8.08 Central African time. Uh, let's welcome a pious and sagacious ummah to the program after dinner. It's hosted uh, by, uh, by myself, Shafat Ahmed Khan, and uh, engineered by Lukolo. And all looking good this end. And uh, let me welcome a, a pious and sagacious ummah with a hearty Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Before we get to Abu Bakr, see that on Muslim News. This is what you can look forward to on the show. Uh, from 8.30 to 9, we'll be driving uh, with Anwar Qasim. And uh, then uh, we will uh, be talking to Morana Salim Karim on the family room. And then uh, we end off our travel express with Ibrahim Vadachia. But there he is, our very own uh, Professor Abu Bakr. See that on his segment, uh, Muslim News. Abu Bakr. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And tell me how you're doing. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Gee, with the grace and mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we are doing well and we pray that you and the listeners of Marqa Sahaba are also within the same loop. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillah rabbil alameen. Jazallah anna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam bimawalu. Gee, Shafatamad, we have a wonderful evening here in 1950 which uh, uh, had uh, to be approved by the parliament. The Turkish Republic was proclaimed in 1923 by Kamal Atatürk, but the first three elections were held in 1915 due to military rule since the death of Atatürk in 1932. Adnan Menderes won the elections in 1915. His party was the first proponent of the Islamization of the Turks after the complete secularist era of Ataturk. The Turkish military was the guardian of the secular Turkey and killed Menderes for daring to carry out an alternative agenda. It has not been an easy task. The president has succeeded in turning around an economy that was breathing its last. Turkey now has a vibrant middle class. The COVID pandemic was ridden with innovative solutions and who can forget the coup attempt in 2015 when the president personally appealed to his people to thwart the attempt and thousands upon thousands came out onto the streets to confront the tanks that were trying to take control of the bridges and other strategic points in the country. Jisha Fatimad and President Erdogan is now also with the burning of the Quran in Sweden the ayah of the Muslim Ummah has been raised with singular, with the singular burning of the Holy Quran in front of the Turkish embassy in Stockholm in Sweden. President Erdogan has warned the Swedish government that its application for NATO membership will not be supported by Turkey if it allows the name of freedom of, in the name of freedom of expression such blatant disrespect of the religious beliefs of 85 million Turkish Muslims who, with uh, the Muslim Ummah at large 1.8 billion, have, uh, their religious beliefs has been desecrated. Saudi Arabia, Jordan and Kuwait have also recorded their protests and denounced the incident. Turkey summoned the Swedish ambassador for dressing down and cancelled their visit by its defense ministry to Ankara, and in Gaza also, little children at school kept a vigil today, 
Shafat Ahmad to protest against uh, the burning of the Quran. But this has mm. been going on since the time of uh, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, where the desecration of the Quran has been uh, those who do not believe in the oneness of Allah Subhanahu Wa and the result of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam have got nothing else but to desecrate the Quran. And we know that among the Muslims, uh, we will never uh, allow this thing to happen. But yet it happens in East Turkey, Turkey stands for the mud where the Uyghurs are, the Chinese, uh, usually in order to get to the Uyghur Muslims, they, if they find anyone teaching the Quran, well, they go ahead and they burn the Quran, Shabbat Ahmad. Allah Ta'ala will bring them to justice. You know, Abu, I, I, I like to, I like to comment there because uh, when you look at the desecration of the noble Quran, and as you said, uh, Turkey and Saudi Arabia, and uh, these are uh, nominal, okay, the Muslim countries that, that makes a, a noise and a voice about that. Yeah. What about the Western countries? Not one, you know. And you can see that, uh, you know, suddenly they acquiesce in joy because they get this, uh, they just have this innate, uh, you know, sadism in them. To you know, to to, to irritate uh, the, the 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 dean of Islam, and in the hearts of hearts, they all are Islamophobes, Abu. Whether we like it or not, not one of them have uh, objected. The uh, uh, you know the the the, the, the saying on the, the, this issue, which is you know uh, rather sad, but it's something that we should be expecting. And then, how can we have alliances with these people? And and uh, you know, Erdogan telling Sweden, uh, well, I will not. Uh, uh, you know, uh, support your uh, membership uh, of, of NATO and so forth. But the fact is that NATO is a farcical organization, which is an institute, uh, you know, with America and the Ukraine and the and all these, uh, uh, you know, troubles that is orchestrated by them and the misery that they're implementing on man, uh, mankind. Uh, these are definitely, you know, Dajjali forces. And it's unfortunate that... Uh, you know, Erdogan is a part of it, but Allahu Alam Abu, go ahead. Yeah, in fact, uh, President Erdogan, as we said earlier, you know, he's preparing for the elections also, and I think they use the situation uh, to show that uh, they are uh, tough on those who desecrate Islam. We know that these Nordic countries, they have been uh, always... Uh, uh, since uh, the end of the Second World War, Shafatama, they have uh, always uh, proclaimed that they are neutral in any situation where there is conflict. And uh, now all of a sudden, with this Ukrainian war and the Russian-Ukrainian war, they have now decided that they want to join, uh, in fact, all three countries, Norway, Sweden, and uh, Finland, and Denmark, have all uh, tried uh, to get membership uh, with uh, NATO, the North Atlantic Treaty Organization. And uh, one of the conditions of uh, their membership is every member of NATO uh, must uh, approve uh, their membership. And uh, this, uh, the Swedish Prime Minister has also tweeted that uh, he condemns uh, the burning of the Quran, but uh, they hide behind the excuse that they have got freedom of expression. And uh, the same countries, the Nordic countries, were, were also guilty of uh, uh, producing those uh, cartoons of uh, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, also Shabbat Ahmad. We pray that the Muslim leaders will take a very hard uh, stance uh, regarding uh, this desecration of uh, the Holy Quran. 
But Alhamdulillah, you know, as you always say, you know, from darkness to light, Shafatamad, uh, you know, they will try everything, but they will not su- succeed in putting off the light of Islam because the Quran is in the hearts of millions of hey. people uh, throughout the world, Shafatamad. And uh, this is uh, one uh, book uh, that Allah Ta'ala has himself uh, given the, uh, the assurance that uh, it will be safeguarded by Allah Ta'ala. And we can see that how little children, in fact, there was a seven-year-old girl in the Gaza Strip that uh, succeeded in memorizing the Holy Quran also. Jisha Fatimah, then we were talking about uh, Pakistan, that uh, on Monday, on Sunday, I think so, the entire country of 220 million people lost power, electricity on, uh, on Monday morning due to a major breakdown in the national grid when a voltage fluctuation occurred between the cities of Jamshoro and Dadu in the southern province of Sindh. Pakistan power, uh, the power minister, Khuram Dastigir Khan, said, health and industry were affected and the restoration of the grid had begun, but would take several days to fully restore the system. Alhamdulillah, I just read now on uh, Al Jazeera, Shafatamad, that within 24 hours, they succeeded in restoring the entire country with uh, power. Alhamdulillah, I think this was a great achievement and Allah uh, made it easy. In fact, uh, the industrialists said to close down their factories for the day and estimate uh, across the board losses of billions of Pakistani rupees. Then, I think this is a nostalgic story, though it, is, it does uh, somewhere along the line, uh, linked to the Muslims also, the surprise resignation of Jacinda Arden as Labour Prime Minister on Thursday in New Zealand has left a nostalgic memory of the Prime Minister who stepped up to the stage when the country experienced its most terrifying terrorist attack at the two Christchurch mosques when 50 worshippers were gunned down by a fascist from Australia on the 15th of March, 2019. At the time of the incident, the Prime Minister was 37 years old. In the aftermath of the massacres, she displayed empathy with the families of the victims and the Muslim community. And this is very interesting, Shafat Ahmad. I think uh, the mainstream media don't report about it. And uh, uh, I found this on uh, TRT, the Turkish television station, Shafat Ahmad. When Donald Trump, the U.S. president at the time, phoned to offer assistance to New Zealand, that how could he assist with the situation? Uh, Jacinda Ardern said she would welcome sympathy and love towards the Muslim communities around the world. It was a rebuke to Trump, who was known for his anti-Islam stance. She immediately brought in legislation for stricter gun laws a response won the hearts of Muslims across the globe. Here was a Western lady who had to who dared to wear the hijab and went into the homes of the victims to sympathize and console them. New Zealanders rose to embrace Muslims across the country and sent a message of empathy to the, to the world out there that Muslims were recognized for their positive contribution to the country. Her leadership and compassion in the circumstances 
and evoked a worldwide call for leadership that echoed the aspirations of a nation that was devastated. Aden, uh, who announced her resignation by announcing that she had no more in the tank, was succeeded by Chris Hopkins, known as Chippy. He was the troubleshooter for Aden during the COVID pandemic, and upon his nomination, appointed Carmel Sepuloni, a Samoan Tongan uh, of uh, New, New, Zealand, New Zealand descent, as his deputy, Shafatamad. Gee, I think this is a very interesting, and uh, it's nice to know that a politician, after five years in office as prime minister, has decided to give up the position and uh, return to her home. We know that uh, during her prime ministership, she gave birth, and uh, she brought her child uh, to parliament also, Shafatamad. And uh, it may be this motherly instinct which uh, will come to the fore, and uh, I think it emphasizes to a large extent the priority to, given to the family rather than to the politics of Adamant. And uh, you know, Abu, Abu, uh, you yeah. know, you, uh, that uh, that is a very powerful point indeed. Uh, where you say a politician, you know, they get to know that I've got five years. Oh, you know what? I don't have the energy to go on. But uh, you know. I think there's more to this whole uh, story because what happens, uh, most uh, leaders are dictated to by these uh, so-called, you know, the, the, the conglomerates and uh, the powers that be that, you know, you, you know, the George Bush syndrome, you're with us or you're against us or, you know, the Ukrainian thing or you're with the Russia and we will do this. You can see what they did to uh, Imran Khan, what they have done to uh, uh, Muammar Gaddafi and, uh, you know, what's his other name now? Uh, the uh, uh, Saddam Hussein and so forth. But uh, here you can see that perhaps, you know, when you read in between the lines, uh, she's been dictated to and she's maybe said within herself, you know, enough is enough. I can't take this uh, anymore because uh, I think her nature is to be more empathetic or sympathetic towards uh, her, her fellow countrymen or, you know, even the Muslims and so forth. And uh, this uh, doesn't go down well with, the, you know, the U.S. and uh, the UK and so forth, they don't like things like this. And perhaps uh, that could be a major, major reason for her, you know, calling it a day, Abu. That's a fantastic point, Shafat Ahmad. You can see what the, the flurry of activity that is taking place in Africa, in in uh, the Middle East and in uh, Southeast Asia, Shafat Ahmad, with America, the, the United States of America, China and uh, uh, the European Union trying to make uh, attend uh, uh, summits uh, in Africa to get the African leaders to support their agendas. And you're quite right, uh, you know, the New World Order agenda is a uh, high priority among the Western nations. And uh, those leaders who do not support their outlook and their outcomes, uh, Shabbat Ahmed, uh, ultimately pushed out, and uh, Jacinda Aron may be Arden may be one of those who have uh, who cannot tolerate uh, supporting that type of agenda. And uh, I think it's in the best interest for her to look after her family. And uh, whether she will engage in politics further, I don't think so, Shafatamad. But uh, nevertheless, uh, we hope the best for New Zealand. Uh, we know that uh, it has got a liberal Labour government. The same with uh, Australia also. And uh, what will take place, uh, Shafatamad, is uh, there's a complete uh, change of uh, 
political dynamics uh, in the world with this Russian-Ukrainian uh, war. In fact, the, and, uh, the, the irony, Shafadamad, the United States, Russia, everyone are saying that we want to have negotiations to bring an end to the war. But uh, the United States has been uh, forcing Germany to supply tanks uh, to uh, Ukrainians, and uh, they said it must be for the next six months. So I don't think so. They have got any inclination towards bringing this war to any, either to destroy uh, Putin and uh, break up Russia even further, you know, and uh, gain control of uh, the strategic resources of the Ukrainians, which they have uh, plenty of, and the same thing that happened to Saddam Hussein when uh, Iraq was devastated. The same thing is going to happen to Ukraine. The West will allow Ukraine to be devastated, and then they will go in there with all forms of aid and say that we are aiding you, and we will have to secure the aid by bringing in our soldiers. And this is the situation, Shabbat Gee. Yeah, Abu, you know, one more thing that we should talk about is Israel has officially requested the all-new F-15EX fighters from the U.S., as per, you know, media report, and the Israeli Defense Ministry reported uh, reportedly sent an official letter of request, LOR, for the warplanes to the U.S. government earlier this month. And the letter of request is the first step in the process of a foreign military sale, after which the details of, uh, well, no, forget the military sale, they'll even give it to them for Bonzella, and say, carry on with your agenda, and they have had uh, joint military operations the U.S. and the Israeli Defense Force. Well, birds of a feather flock together. And we know what's going on there, Abu. Uh, Your thoughts? We know the extreme nationalist government that is in place with Netanyahu. And, uh, in fact, uh, Netanyahu has already sent a minister to the UAE for his visit to explain uh, to the Amir of the UAE regarding uh, the policies that he's going to follow. But uh, uh, as uh, we said, you know, that uh, the Abrahamic Accords, uh, I think the countries that they have signed up to it have got no say whatsoever, Shabbat uh, We just read a report uh, that those who penned and created the Abrahamic Accords were all former Israeli generals and uh, holding high positions in the Israel in the cabinet of Adamant, and they are behind uh, the drafting of the Abrahamic Accords. And uh, the Muslims who have signed uh, to, to each of Adamant have got no say whatsoever, or they have been pressurized into signing and uh, given incentives and gratuities uh, to show the world that uh, this is something you know, that is uh, good for the future. But Israel has got no intention whatsoever to create a two-state solution and uh, the systematic uh, expropriation of lands getting on Shabbat Ahmad. Allah make it easy for the Muslim Ummah. We trust that they wake up Shabbat Ahmad. We are into the month of Rajab, and I think we should be praying also mm. praying that Allah Ta'ala make it easy during these uh, holy months, uh, Shabbat Ahmad, Rajab Shaban, and Allah Ta'ala take us into Ramadan 
and uh, change the situation of the Muslim leaders and the Muslim Ummah. To you and the listeners, Allah, for having us. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yeah, before I greet you, Abu, here's your box of uh, uh, mints. Uh, you deserve it. Uh, brilliant uh, as usual. And Jazakallah uh, khaira for your top research. And Allah keep you. Allah bless you. And may you uh, gain the benefits of this beautiful month ahead. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yes, uh, next up will be uh, Anwar Kasim on his uh, segment called Driving with Anwar. Let's go to the marketplace.